Whoa, do you feel that? Feel what? The energy of a new season. What? New characters, new setting, new music. Whoa, whoa, we're changing everything? Not totally everything, but yeah, most things. Like the whole point of our podcast, you see? We do episodes around an hour and shorter campaigns so we get to try out new genres, new themes, and even down the line, new TTRPGs. This format also allows new listeners to enjoy Double D20's content without feeling like they have to catch up on a hundred hours worth of content. And returning listeners get a multiverse of more characters to meet and fall in love with. So does this mean I'll never get to play Ness again? Not necessarily. This format also allows us to revisit our favorite characters or our favorite settings without feeling like we have to fill in large gaps of time in their stories. So if we decide we want to visit Flower Brains jamming out in their rocking chairs... Please, stop. Never! But unless we officially declare ourselves done with a concept forever, there's always a chance we'll see those characters again in the future, or even in a different campaign. Okay, so we're changing characters, settings, and plot, but at least everything else is the same, right? Still, no. Where are your notes from our last meeting? Regardless, our podcast has revolving cast members. Besides you and I, the cast will never be exactly the same every season. And for good reason. We get the opportunity to play with new people, and the listeners get introduced to some amazing TTRPG players. We have met some pretty cool people over the last year, and we can't wait for you to see them play. I do have notes. That's right. So, it looks like the very last thing that we will be changing will be, hmm, our uploading schedule. Yes, that's correct. We will now be uploading on a bi-weekly schedule, but the way this podcast has skyrocketed behind the scenes over the last year, we appreciate an amazing audience we've built, and we want to continue making episodes for you for a while. However, as life happens, Tori and I, mainly Tori, have given ourselves a little wiggle room to, like, eat, breathe, and sleep. Sleep at least once a day, okay? Yeah, that's not helping your case. You're supposed to sleep once a day? You're right, but we're testing the schedule out for season two, so this just means that you listeners can expect to have us around a lot longer. Stay up to date with us by following us over on Instagram at Double D20s Podcast and Twitter and TikTok at Double D20s and by subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Double D20s Podcast. And with that, that's the end of the intro, so please enjoy the very first episode of the second season of Double D20s. Enjoy the show! Enjoy the show! Hello! And welcome to season two of Double D20s, episode one of Camp Wild Beast. My name is Tori. I am your DM for this season. My pronouns are she, they, and these are my players. Hello, my name is Selena, and I play Zaddler, a protector Asimar. Zaddler is a level five cleric of the Celestial Domain, and she's been going to the camp forever. 
Hi, I'm Nessie. Any pronouns are cool. I play Champ Stormgarden, the Tiefling Fighter. He's a Battlemaster, level 5, and this is his very first summer at Camp Wild Beast. Hi, my name's Tiana. My character is Counselor Jubilee. We both go by she, her pronouns. She is a Oath of Glory Paladin, uh, level 5, and she's also been going to Camp Wild Beast since she was a little one. So her and Zadler know each other pretty well. My name is Ren. I go by she, they, and my character is Marigold Thistletop. Marigold goes by she, her. She is a Herringron level 5 bro, and this is her first time being a counselor at camp. Before we get started, I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Oh, shit. That's fun. That's going to be a 12 for Jubilee. It's a 24 for a Zen. That's a 13 for Champ. Oh, Marigold got a 17. Alrighty. I might tell you about that later. Might. <laughs> might. Okay. It is the first day of summer for many of the children and preteens that are just getting out of school for the year. And about a hundred or so are all packed into tiny yellow school buses headed towards Camp Wild Beast. About midday, they all funnel out of the bus, pushing towards a tiny little welcome table where they're greeted with their first um, either their first familiar face, uh, since this is their, their younger, this is their first time, you know, at camp, away from home, maybe they're feeling a bit nervous, a bit anxious, um, or they're seeing the guy that they absolutely hate to deal with every summer, <laughs> as he's so stressed out all of the time, and constantly just full of just nerves, and he can't possibly not exude that. So head counselor Parker Arasume is greeting uh, kids as they sort of come in, checking their name off, making sure they're headed in the right direction, headed towards uh, the right cabin, you know, if they've got something in their paperwork that, you know, needs a bit more one-on-one attention. Parker is having them come off to the side and meet with more of the staff. But other than that, kids push into the deep wilderness to find their little wooden cabins. Yeah, we will start then with Jubilee. So uh, all the camp counselors are pretty much in their cabins, sort of getting last minute things. Go ahead, introduce your character, and then tell me what you'd be doing to get ready. Okay, okay. Um, So I think I'd make sure, um, after I know that the kids have arrived, I would be going through and making sure the cabin's tidy. Everyone has like their little welcome baskets that I do. And that um, I'm like polishing my armor, making sure the breastplate is shiny, because my biggest thing is if you don't look good, you can't win. <laughs> like, you know, if you don't feel your best, you won't try your best. And so I'm just making sure everything looks prim and proper. Hey, nice. Yeah, so like you said, like you and Zed sort of have all the pre-teen-ish kids split between your cabins. And there's some that have been going to the camp for a decent amount, and you kind of just know them and who they are. You do notice one new name on your list, and that's Persina. And once she gets in, 
is there like any are you greeting each kid specifically like what's your what's your kind of process um i think if the kids not necessarily like special needs but if they needed the special one-on-one i would greet them um earlier than the other campers you know like before they're arriving and walk them through especially if it's like the older group this is like the oldest group possible and if they're brand new a lot of the other kids might know each other um so i think i would go out of my way to make sure the brand new kids at this age group would like at least know me if they don't know anyone else Ernest is gonna walk up she is a little over five foot um she's sort of kind of on the earlier end of your age group so not necessarily the oldest person in your cabin um but not necessarily the youngest either she she'd probably be around like 13 uh elven girl when she walks in she doesn't really say anything she just kind of like steps in and just like stands and waits to be told direction (laughs) um and is she the only one in there at this point at the cabin i think there might be like a couple people like tucked off to the side you each have like about like 10 people in your cabin okay so there might be like two or three but not full like not everybody's popping in I will see her standing there and I'll walk up and put a hearty hand on her shoulder and be like, Persina, is it your first year here? Yes. <laughs> it's so good to have you. Um, did you have any questions? What made you want to start camp? I didn't. My parents signed up for it and I didn't have anything better to do with my summer. I don't think I have any questions, though. Okay. What would you prefer, a top or bottom on? I don't think I have a preference. Maybe a bottom? Okay, cool. Uh, so that one over there by the window? the third bunk in. You can have that bottom one, and I will just go ahead and put your other person on top. I think you're bunking with Alvina. Yeah, and so Sunny's just gonna kind of, like, head over to uh, her bunk. What's what's in the welcome basket? Oh, so with my kids, obviously, I give them an amulet of good luck, not a functioning one, just like a replica, because it gives them confidence. There's going to be one of those sleep masks, because sleeping at camp can be kind of rough, so this just helps them settle in at night. <laughs> it's going to be like um, a, a silk pillowcase put over the crummy ones that camp has here. Because like I've been coming here my whole life, and I, I know the I know the hacks. I know how to make it comfortable. <laughs> and then there's gonna be like a really dumb, plushy, like a little stuffed animal, like a squishmallow type of thing in there. That's like the camp wildebeest symbol, you know, like our our camp mascot. And uh, all, and then like a snack, like trail mix or something. And all of my kids get those. Oh, that's so cute. I think probably like her first instinct is definitely going to be to put on the pillowcase. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're just going to kind of like quietly like watch her muddle with that. But other than that, everyone else in your cabin sort of comes in, makes themselves. Not they don't necessarily ignore you, but you know, like there's like a set of kids that have been going here together since they were young i'm not the priority i get it (laughs) yeah so they're like they're catching up how was their school year they're like all huddled in one area and you do notice that persona tends to like stay on sort of like her almost the opposite side of the cabin but definitely to her own area specifically and yeah is there anything specific that you think you would like say once all your kids kind of sort of funnel in oh man i should say something because that's my personality i should have a whole like game day speech ready um so maybe after i notice everyone's talking and kind of coming into their own i will step in front of the door of the cabin you know like where everyone walks in from and i'll look around and be like all right listen up this year kids got a couple of newbies but the rest of you you know the drill during camp competitions we win 
There's no other excuse. When people ask for help, what do we do? <clears throat> help them? Exactly, we help. Because not only are we winners, but we're winners in all things. And that includes life. So good out there, have fun this year, and don't forget to do your best. And I'll do like that that breakfast club, this in the air. <laughs> to, to a room of preteens that are just like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's funny is that, like, probably the oldest uh, age group here was probably the youngest age group when I was in camp. So they probably were, like, at camp with me at some point. <laughs> yeah, they're like, this is just Jubilee. Like, in the background, they're like, oh, God, we gotta win this year. Yeah. Oh, and then, um, just, like, as a side note, I forgot to let you know, I did take a feat that is Inspiring Leader. Um, so, like, even if this doesn't sound like a great speech, they feel super inspired. It was, it was a good speech. Yeah, and then we're going to head over to uh, Champ, who <laughs> is sort of getting ready as uh, the 9 to 11-year-olds, the most rambunctious group. <laughs> Heck yeah, he's ready for it. Um, so I think Champ is kind of, um, like, tidying up, like, last moment, like, making the beds, making sure everything looks crisp and clean. He's new to this. He wants to make a good impression. Um, so he's just kind of... And then at some point, everything does look crisp and clean. And he's doing that thing where he's just kind of like aimlessly fiddling with things because he's trying to make himself feel busy and important. So he's like kind of like crisp to the corner of this one bed like four times. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that looks good. Okay. Yeah, so it's kind of the same deal. Like a, as you get older, you sort of like see more people. Like you have a little bit new more new people than probably Jubilee or Zads would. As you are, like, you know, greeting people, you sort of notice a new face of a very, a very short, like, light green skin kid sort of just, like, poking around outside of the cabin and, like, kind of, like, leaning in to, like, look into the windows. Yeah, I'll kind of go, like, look outside and be like, hey. Hey, I'm Pam. Hi. What's your name? My name's Gux. Gux? Alright, nice to meet you. Are you wanna come on in? I I I don't know if I'm in the right spot. Does he have like a name tag or something that would kind of like say what spot he's supposed to be in? Is there something I can look at? Uh no. We don't get a roster? We there so all the kids are supposed to No, you We don't get a roster or anything? <laughs> you get you get a roster. There's nothing on him. That would okay. identify. Do I have a roster with his name on it? Yes, you would have a roster with his name on it. All right. It. He's supposed to have paperwork. Okay. He's supposed to have, like, a little welcome packet. Okay, so I will look and be like, did you get your welcome packet up the, the table up there? I was supposed to go to a table? Here, I'll take you over there. And I kind of, like, look back in the cabin to make sure it's, like, kids who know what's going on. And then I take him up to the welcome table. He's gonna just sort of, like, mindlessly follow. Uh, roll me a perception check. Okay. This is my first time not playing a high wisdom character. This is messing with me. Uh, but I... Okay, this is good, though. This is good, because I have proficiency in this, too. That's a 19. So he didn't come to camp with much, so he didn't really leave anything at the cabin. He has, like, a singular backpack on him that doesn't even look too full. Ducks is, like, looking around a lot. You can tell... He's definitely one of those kids that's like, I need to take in every single thing I'm seeing right in this moment. And you're just going to like bring him up to the welcome table to grab his packet? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'll take him to the welcome table, make sure he has everything he needs from there, and then I'll take him back to the cabin. Yeah, so uh, right now, Parker is the only one sort of manning the welcome table. So as you come up, he looks (laughs) very alarmed to (laughs) have not a child. (laughs) Like, there's a child there, but like to have a counselor, he's like, he's like, what's going on? What happened? Hey, we just need a welcome. We just need a welcome packet for uh, my friend Gux here. Gux. Gux. Okay. Um, he didn't come to the table. No, he's new. He didn't know about the table. So. Well, no worries, bud. We are gonna get you that welcome packet. And he's like shuffling through because like each of their like little packets has sort. They're like sort of personalized in terms of activities and things. So he hands. He's gonna hand it to you just because he. D- doesn't trust the kid that didn't come to the welcome table to remember to bring his welcome back. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And then he's gonna be like, if, if you need anything else, just, like, holler. Yep, um, Champ will nod and then direct Gux back to the cabin, um, and then kind of show him around and be like, alright, well, this is our cabin, uh, do you prefer top bunk, bottom bunk, do you have a preference? We're not supposed to use the sleeping bags? No, no, we have bunks. You don't need the sleeping bags. Don't worry about those. Um, okay. If we go camp, if we go camping or something, we'll bag grab the sleeping bags. But um, camping at camp sounds funny, but you know, like intense. But when we're in the cabin, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I know what tents are. Um, okay. I don't think I have a preference. Then I didn't expect to be sleeping in a bunk bed. So do you prefer climbing? Like, are you a fan of climbing? Depends on how high it is. It's not super high, and I'll just kind of gesture to the little ladder up to the top bunk. Then, yeah, yeah, I think I would like to be up there. Cool. All right, that's your bunk right here, then. And kind of like, um, Champ has little name tags that he has for each kid, like, to go on their bunk bed. And they're shaped like a person, like, making, like, a flexed muscle. So it's like the little shaped name tags. So he writes Gux on that one, slaps it up onto the bunk bed and is like, all right, this is your spot. Um, If you need anything, let me know. We've got some spare clothes, some shampoo, soap, all of those things are in this cabinet here. Um, I'll give you a minute to get settled and um, welcome to camp. Thanks. I might take you up on the clothes because I only packed one pair. No worries. I've got some spare t-shirts, some shorts. We can look through it and we'll find plenty of stuff for you. Where should I put my sleeping bag? You can put it in this cabinet over here and I will make sure it is safe. Okay, he's going to open the uh, like little backpack that he has on him and he's going to pull out the sleeping bag. And you realize even though the bag wasn't too full, that primarily was taking up most of the room in the bag. <laughs> did not bring anything. Champ makes a note of this and is very glad that he was prepared and is like, all right, we will keep your sleeping bag safe over here and go ahead and make yourself comfortable. Cool. And yeah, Gux will climb up and just sort of like lay down completely flat and just like stare up at the ceiling until any, like until probably his bunkmate comes over and then he'll like, do that thing where he like hovers until they introduce themselves. <laughs> and that's Gux. <laughs> I love him. 
And then as all of the um, kids kind of filter in, once I know that everybody's here, uh, Champ will address the group and be like, all right, welcome to another fantastic summer here at Camp Wild Beast. Um, you may not know me. That's because I'm new here. Well, I've been a camper, but this is my first summer here as a counselor. Um, and it's been a few years since I was a camper here, but um, great to have you all here. Uh, just a few orders of business. If you need clothes, shampoo, soap, anything like that, you can find it in this uh, cabinet here. It's like one of those like standing wardrobes that he gestures to. And he's like, and most importantly, the Champ Camp Cabin Handshake. And he's like, I need to teach it to everyone. This is how we greet one another. And um, he like takes a seat and he walks around with forearm crutches. So he places his forearm crutches down behind him. He takes a seat. So he's got like full use of his arms. Um, and he's like, okay. So first, it's like, you're going to shake. You're going to shake it. You're going to pull it. Clap it. Around the head. Under the leg. Around the head again. And clap. You got it? Let's practice a few times. And then, like, leads the group through the handshake a few times. Yeah, you grab, you shake it. You shake it. Then you gotta pull it. Pull it. <laughs> yep. And then... And then you gotta clap it. Slap it. And then you gotta go around the it. head. Around the head, under the leg. And then around the head again. Head again. And then clap it again. And then clap it again. Okay. The whole yeah. bop it situation. Exactly. I fully imagine, like, Champ's kids are gonna do well at an event, get so excited and go to do the handshake, and they're just gonna, like, smack each other. Like, <laughs> they're gonna, like, <laughs> And he goes, alright, and then when you do that last clap, we're gonna yell, Champ's Campers! Got it? Okay, so- Champ's Campers! There you go, Champ's Campers! Alright, let's have a great summer! And that's- that's his little introduction. Oh, it's so cute. And that's Champs Campers. So the next in our initiative is Zads. So Zads, what are you kind of doing to get ready? Like, what are you doing as kids come in? Take your last deep breath of the year. <laughs> um. So am I in love? And is Zads in the room alone, or are there like kids already coming in? You can have a moment like before the kids come in if you want. Okay, so, so right before like the kids come in, Zads is sitting on um her bunk. Zads is sitting on like their their bed, and is their head is fully in a pillowcase, and they are just attempting to take their last bag before the kids come in to be mentally in the right spot for the children. So um, Zads is just going to be sitting in there and just snacking on some mushrooms. And it's just going to be like, mm, that's good. And it's going to put them in their pocket and then it's going to take the, the bag off her head. And it's just going to sit there and wait for campers to come in. Like crisscross applesauce, just zoning. This is where Shalina tests me on how drugs work. <laughs> I was like, I don't, you started saying like you were, your head was in a pillowcase and then you were eating mushrooms. End it all before they come in so they don't have to see the bad part. I thought she was just suffocating herself when I just heard, like, my head's in a pillowcase. I was like, same. Yeah. Exactly. Turns into a murder mystery. <laughs> so Zads is just crisscross applesauce sitting on the bed waiting for the campers to come in. He's not fussing over anything. Zads has done everything to prepare. Every Everyone is already set up in bunks. People who know each other are together. People who have similar personalities based on what Zads can guess are together. Like, 
they're gonna come in and Zed's gonna be like, yeah, you're there, you're there, you're there, you're there, you're there. Like, it's not gonna be hard. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, like you said, like, you've already got people, um, set up, so you don't really need to do so much in terms of, like, asking them where they want to sit or sleep. (laughs) So people sort of just, like, come in, and are they, like, are you, are they used to sort of your sense of, like, you're like, you do you, and if you need something, you'll come talk to me? They're campers I've had. They know that, A, they're going to be where they probably were last year with the same people unless a big fight happens because we all know that happens at camp. Um, so they'll know where to go because most of the campers, I'm assuming, are regulars that come. You only don't really have any new people in your uh, cabin in terms of new people like new to the camp as a whole. However, you do have like one or two that have just recently aged up in terms of they're in a new set and separate from everyone else. So, yeah, as people are coming in, you kind of notice that, is there anything that you're doing to greet those people that might not have had you before that, um, like, know of you but may not know you? If they're coming in and they they look like they're, like, looking for a bunk, I'm going to be like, Hey, uh, your names are on the bunks already, so filter in, file in, put your stuff where you like it, you know, have a blast, commingle, whatever you gotta do. Perfect. Um, you greet one of the new people coming in. She is slightly on the tall end for, uh, for 12. But yeah, so as you're greeting, like, it, it's kind of like a set, like they came in together, just not in the sense of like they're super close, but it was you kind of get the vibe right away that it was like, oh, that's a person that I know, <laughs> and like I'm just gonna like stand near them. But they're both gonna kind of hang by the door. So once you come up and sort of greet them like that, uh, the one on the left is <laughs> is a dark skinned, curly haired half elf, um, and she's gonna kind of like lean slightly backward. And uh, put her foot up against the wall, like right near the doorway is, and she's gonna be like, "So we don't get to choose where we sleep." At this point, um, I did just roll the the, the mushrooms are kicking in. Zad's gonna get up and be like, mm, "Depends. Do you want to sleep where I put you in the most ergonomical place that would make the most sense, or do you want to sleep in a place that you don't know if you'd be having a good sleep?" Sleep is important. Uh, what? I'm just saying, the feng shui of the room works in a very specific way. Very important things need to be in very important places. You are very important things. You need to be in very important places. So I put you in important places where people should be in important places. Uh, you're weird. Would I know this already? You can roll a history check. Isn't that funny? <laughs> That's funny. All right. I'm the stupidest thing. Uh, it's actually not that stupid. It'll actually help you out in the long term. Um, so this is Armessa, and Armessa is probably only briefly heard about her in passing. And it's not necessarily that she is particularly destructive or like loud, energetic. She's just the type of camper that makes it her whole purpose 
to just fight you at every step of the way. And not necessarily, like, like fight, <laughs> but in terms of she's going to keep bugging you and, uh, like, pushing against you, essentially until she gets bored, and then maybe she'll let up. Um, Zad's is gonna go, hmm. Like, Zad's gonna be, like, legitimately thinking for a minute before saying anything else, and it's just gonna be like, you must be our massa. Mm-hmm. So here's your options. You can sleep where I put you, or you can sleep outside. Yeah, I don't... I hope you brought a sleeping bag, and then... And then and Zads isn't even going to entertain this anymore. Zads is going to walk over to a different ramper and just say, Hey, what's up? You're going to walk up to Jorgen, who would have been, like, only slightly younger than you from your time at camp. And Jorgen's going to be like, Hey, Zaddy, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> hey, 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 we don't, know. no, we don't call me Zaddy anymore. Zads. Zaddler, anything but Zaddy, until you age up and out of the camp, and then you can go back to calling me Zaddy, but not in front of the other kid. You know what I'm saying? Zads, Zaddler, you know? Like Zads, though. You're not like Zads. It's like a. You're Zaddy. Come on. <laughs> That's just gonna be like, uh. Okay. So, you know, you know how we have inside jokes? That's an inside joke, but you can't say it in front of the other campers, you know what I'm saying? Oh man, persuasion check. <laughs> These kids don't respect you. <laughs> persuasion. Well, I got a two, and I only get a plus two to two, so that's a four. Zaddy, come on. You. What? What's the fun in that? I get to keep my job? Alright. I will not. I'll call you Zads. In front of the younger kids. At least not in front of the younger kids. That's all I'm truly asking here. What do I get out of it in return? Okay. You know the person who's in the mess hall that makes the good snacks? I can get you some extra good snacks. We can go talk to my girl, Charlie. I don't know if I'm quite interested in snacks. What are you interested in? I don't know yet. Can I hit you up for a favor, Linger? Zads is gonna just pinch the bridge of her nose and be like, I will make you, I'll give you a double favor if you can get Armasa to sleep in her bed. The one I assigned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jorgen's gonna go over and start trying to talk to Armasa. And then as Jorgen leaves, I'm gonna yell, but if you fail, you get no favors and you still have to call me by Zads. Rude. Oh my god, can, I gotta roll off right now. Here, wait, what What outcome do you want? <laughs> um, I really don't care. Zats does not care. Zats just feeling these mushrooms. Zats having a blast. Everything is turning different colors. Zats like, maybe I'll get to see my guide soon. Oh. Well, our Mesa got a three, and... Jorgen got a 15, so I'm just sleeping in her bed. <laughs> and Jorgen gets double favors. Okay. Uh, are you doing uh, anything once the last few campers sort of file in? So, yeah. Um, once everyone's in, Zad's just going to start stand like at the front. And it's just going to be like, 
Hey guys, um, so, like, I know some camps, campers are here to win, and, like, win, um, but we're just here to have fun, and, like, we're not gonna do anything weird, so, like, we're just gonna have a good time, um, if you need anything, I literally have to sleep in here, so you can find me at any time, please no fist fights that happened last year, it was not a good time, I had to break it up, and I got a black eye. Um, so, as you all might know, my name is Zadler, you can call me Zads, Counselor Z, um, Zadler if you want, uh, most people don't call me that, but, like, go off. Uh, yeah, so, have a good time, if you need me, I literally can't leave you alone, so you know where to find me. <laughs> nice! <laughs> um... Alrighty, and yeah, so then that leaves us off with uh, Marigold. Marigold, what are you doing to sort of, like, get ready, or as people come in, whichever? Kind of like Zad before kids come in, um, Marigold's kind of under the bed, because she can fit, because she's, like, two, two feet, five inches. She can fit under the bed, and she has her little vape out. <laughs> And she she needs she needs to calm her nerves. She she's only here for the money. She's only here because she's getting paid. She doesn't even really like it. So, so she's just like, I need this before I need this before they get there. So she's just like smoking under her bed. And as soon as she hears noise, she like quickly comes out and then hides her vape under the bed under the bed and just pretends like nothing is happening and then just gives people an awkward smile. <laughs> that is that's so funny to me because like so Marigold being um one of the two like counselors for the little kids, you'd have the most new people. <laughs> so the idea that like you're just like eh. <laughs> so- um, yeah, so you have, yeah, you have essentially, like, a pretty much primarily new people. There might be a couple kids that are, like, seven or eight. But, yeah, you have a lot of new people. Is there anything you're doing in particular in, in terms of greeting them or, like, as they come up? Because a lot of them would be, like, this is, like, their first time away from home. They're, like, even if they're here with siblings, they're they all seem pretty, like apprehensive but like eh, a little I don't really know what this place is yet um so kind of looks at her roster and then she just points at a random a random bunk like yeah you, you can sleep there you can just put your stuff down you can sleep there um and then, so she ends up accidentally giving some six year olds the top bunk and <laughs> <In> which, <laughs> <in> which <laughs> thankfully she's a Harrigan, so she kind of hops and helps with like their stuff, just hops and just like tosses it in the top bunk. <laughs> she's still just smiling awkwardly and just watching from like the corner, trying to see what she can do. Yeah, um, real quick, uh, Zads, can you give me 
a perception check. Fourteen. Fourteen? Uh, yeah, you notice that um, relatively soon after your little speech, um, Armessa slips out of the cabin. Are you doing anything when you see that, or are you just kind of, like, letting it happen? That's get up and go look for her. Okay. Um, is there anyone else nearby my cabin that I can let know that I have to go look for a stray child? I mean, so pretty much by this time, everyone has sort of hit the welcome table. And it's sort of getting close to dark, because, like, you guys started welcoming people in at around, like, one or two. So Parker's nearby, but Parker's talking to a group of six to eight-year-olds, because he's also the head of that cabin. Like, the other young kid cabin. Um, I'm just gonna go up to Parker and be like, Hey, Park, uh, so... Our message snuck out. I'm gonna go find her. Do you mind keeping an eye on my cabin? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, did she... Yeah, yeah, I can, like, just hang out with my kids in front of your cabin. Um, did she, like, leave? Like, leave sight? Um... Do I know the answer to that? No, you just saw her leave the cabin, like the physical cabin. Okay, I'm just gonna be honest with Parker then. Um, I just saw her leave the cabin. Um, figured I'd find someone else to be like, "Hey, gotta go find this child." Great way to start the summer. That's that's fair. Um, yeah, yeah. Just just let me know how it goes. All right, thank you. Um, if I don't if I don't see you before. The bonfire, then I'll take your kids to the bonfire. Thank you. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, and so then you're gonna follow Armessa? Yep. Okay, Armessa's gonna cross camp and sort of stand in front of the other six to eight year old cabin. And she's just gonna be like looking around and sort of hanging out. Until, just until something happens. <laughs> Are you going to, like, kind of hang there? Sure. Just going to watch her. You're just going to watch her? Okay. Yeah, so then we're going to cut back to inside where, Marigold, you are, you're just pointing people at bunks, but someone that got there pretty early it is is one of the younger ones that did end up with a high bunk. She's gonna like sort of kick her feet over the side right to where the ladder is. It's very slow. Like it's it's the whole thing of like she's grabbing the sides and she's taking one and she's going on the ladder like backwards facing and she's doing it one step at a time <laughs> until she gets down. Miracle's just watching the whole thing. She's just like, okay, this is happening. Let's <laughs> know Chris watches. Yeah, and then um, she's gonna kind of make her way to you. Uh, she is a little dark-skinned half-elf. I like her hair up in a ponytail, and she's just gonna be like, Hi, my, my name is Lilo. Hi, Lilo. Do you need something? I think my bed is too tall for me. Bed is too tall. Um, so she's kind of like... <laughs> because at this point, I think, like, most of the beds are already full. And it's like, um... 
Marigold kind of looks at her bed for a moment. You want to take that one? I'm okay with taking a bug. It's just like, I don't really know anyone here, and so I was wondering if, like, you knew if someone, like, if there were any nice kids that might be willing to switch. I don't, I don't want to take your bed. Marigold's also new, so it's like, Marigold's, like, looking around. She's trying to see, she's trying to, like, check and see. She's trying to get five checks off of everyone first. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead and roll me, like, I guess, like, an insight check on the room. (laughs) Does Zat clock any of this happening inside the cabin? I feel like you could probably see Marigold, like, talking to a kid. If you, if you want to, like, Try to get the vibes. You can give me an inside check as well. I got an 18. You got an 18? 21. 21. Okay, let me hit that 21 before I decide what to do with that 18. So you can kind of tell that um, a kid has caught, like, asked Marigold a question that she doesn't quite know, not necessarily the answer to, but, like, know the best way to go about solving <laughs> Zads gonna, like, walk up to, like, just walk into the thing, knowing Zads has been here for a while, so they know that Marigold's new. And it's just gonna, like, knock on the door of the cabin and be like, hey! I'm gonna walk right past Armisa as well. Like, I'm just gonna walk right past her. So she knows that I followed her. Mesa's gonna follow you into the cabin. Okay. And then she's gonna knock and be like, hey, what's going on in here? My name's Zads. I'm one of the counselors, um, you know, on the other side. Uh, yeah, I'm Marigold. May have may not have assigned a kid to maybe the wrong bunk, and now we're just trying to sort that out. You know, that happens more often than you think. Um, can I do a quick, like, look around the room to see if I know any of the kids, and if I would switch them out? Uh, yeah, you probably wouldn't know really anyone just because like the younger cabins tend to have the most new people since most kids like can i clock the vibes uh yeah it, i mean so marigold went for vibes and there's definitely a couple kids in here that like when you just kind of pointed it was sort of like a oh cool i don't have to make a decision kind of thing so like um and nobody was like uh, well, not nobody, but, like, a couple kids weren't per- too particularly attached to where they got chewed. Marigold <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks around with Zad and is like, hmm. Uh, Zad is going to point to, like, a tall kid that's very clearly very tall on the bottom bunk and be like, I think, I think we can move him. What's his name? Um... Marigold's kind of looking at the roster for an unusually long time because she does not know any of their names. And then, oh, okay, so, um, I think, I think, I think that's Serg. I think. Zaz, you're like, doesn't sound sure. Um, Zaz, you're gonna walk up and be like, hey, little guy, um, what's your name? I want to roll a luck check. Wait, Marigold, can you roll me a luck check to see if you got it right? Wait, um, what's luck again? Do I just roll I think it, I think it's just a d20, and then, like, if, yeah, if it's above a 10. 
it's eleven. Hey, yeah, you got it right. It's Zerg. <laughs> Zerg. Okay. Um, you're very tall, and our friend over here is very short. Would you mind switching bodies? Zerg's just gonna be like, yeah, I don't mind. Is did did she get a top bunk? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of. I, that's why I didn't unpack any of my stuff. <laughs> just in case that happens. <laughs> happens more often than you think it does. Um, sometimes at camp we we pre we pre place people and then they come here and they're shorter than we think. I know it happened to me my first year. Farrell really wants another hit of her vape right now. <laughs> Very stressed. <laughs> Zed's just gonna be like, alright, so we'll have you switch, and then Zed's just gonna do a quick turnaround and be like, is everyone good? Everyone in a comfortable spot? Yeah, his face pretty much. There's nobody too particularly, like, out of sorts. Um, you didn't put, like... I mean, besides our Mesa. <laughs> well, uh, well, our Mesa is just a 12-year-old in the kid's cabin standing there. Lilo is then just gonna uh, go to her new bed, and like, she's gonna like, her stuff is almost like a little bit too big for her arms, and she's like carrying it across the room, and like, it's very much like she had started unpacking, and then she was like, oh no, (laughs) I'm scared of heights, oh no! It's like a just a ball of clothes, just like pressed to her chest, and she's like dropping them as she moves. But you're gonna kind of notice that like Armessa is just as she's like moving, is just gonna trail behind her and pick up everything she <laughs> drops, and then just like set her stuff on her bed. I can imagine Marigold just like without even looking at Lila when she was assigning like bugs, just like hopping and putting the stuff. Up. There. And Lilo's just horrified. <laughs> like, face is just like, oh no! That's hilarious, though. Yeah, and then, um, are you doing anything else in the kids' cabin? That's just gonna be like, are you good? You, you, do you need anything? I know it's kind of stressful being a new, uh, counselor. Uh, I don't think so. I'll let you know if I do, because honestly, to be very honest, I don't know what's going on right now, so I'm just going with the flow. I mean, that's a great way to live. Uh, I know we have the bonfire soon, um, so I mean, just entertain the little ones until the bonfire and then head on over to where we're doing that. Um, honestly, if you need a minute to step out, um, it looks like I'm gonna be here for a minute. One of my, cam- I, 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 I assume you noticed the tall child standing over there. That's one of my campers. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> Just snuck out for some reason. Um, and then I found her here. So I'm assuming that must be her little sister, because I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd pick up someone else's clothes that I didn't know. I mean, I'm a counselor, so I would, but like as another camper. Now that you mention it, they do look alike. I didn't catch that first, but yeah, now that you mention it, yeah, I can see it. Are we right about that, Tori, or are we just making wild accusations here? (laughs) They're not related. (laughs) They don't even know each other. 
Yeah, you can tell based on um, just, like, how Armessa is sort of interacting in terms of, like, she's doing that older sibling thing where she's telling Lilo where to put all of her stuff. Um, and isn't really, like, not necessarily, like, not letting her do it, but it's sort of, like, every time Lilo sets something somewhere, Armessa's gonna pick it up and move it. <laughs> but yeah, no, they're, they're sisters. I'm gonna take you off on that offer. I'll be back in just like a couple of minutes. And then Marigold <laughs> just sneaks off, tries to find like a very secluded area, <laughs> and takes a few more hits. <laughs> like, I, I can't do this. <laughs> you, got, you gotta give me a stealth roll. You said sneak, and I said you can try. This is why I chose Rogue. Can I do, like, a perception check to see if I can see where they're going and what they're doing? Marigold? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, just to mention, my stealth is plus ten. <laughs> <laughs> I only got a ten, so. So, even if she rolls a nat one, she still beats you by one. Yeah, I have a twenty-one, so. Yeah. Yeah. I have really, I have pretty decent perception. I just rolled a five. Um, yeah, no, you can make it sort of, like, off to the back side of, like, one of these cabins where no one's really, uh, around or, like, able to see you. And Marigold, yeah, you can, <laughs> you can, you can hit your vape. <laughs> Take a couple long drags. Like, is the money worth it? I could have been working as a barista at Starhops, but no, no, I'm here. I didn't even know we were getting paid. What is that looking like? How often do we get money? I was promised money. That's why I'm here. <laughs> From what I know of camp counselors, I think it's usually like a stipend, right? Like, Yeah, you get a stipend at the end of the year. Of the season, not year. So it's probably like... Three thousand real life dollars. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And you don't have to pay for rent. Yeah, you don't have to pay for rent. Like, okay, maybe, maybe <laughs> it's a little less. Maybe it's two. <laughs> it also makes sense why Marigold jumped to like as soon as she saw that she's like, yes. She's <laughs> like, I don't care what this is. I will do it. <laughs> Three thousand dollars. And free housing? $3,000? You get fed and housed? Damn, you know? For real. She's regretting her decisions. I love how we're all thinking about this from the adult perspective. <laughs> we're like, should, should I become a kid? Listen, that's a lot of money. While Marigold's gone, um, Zads is just going to do the same introduction. Hey, I'm Zads. I'm not your counselor, but I am a counselor, so if you need anything and you see me, just come ask. I'm always here for you guys. Um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great summer, and I will be taking my camper back with me, so when Marigold gets back, we're gonna have to head back, and then you can meet up with your sister again at the bonfire. I promise she will be there. We have great counselors. Why do you, why do you think we're sisters? Why are you picking up her things? She's a messy person. So you just pick up everyone else's messes? No, I just... In a cabin you don't belong in, and you knew exactly where to go? I feel like we're going to be great friends by the end of the summer. I feel like we're not. <laughs> so Tara, give me the strength. 
Um, yeah, so then Marigold, you probably come back after, like, five, ten minutes. So much more zen than before. It's like, thank you. <laughs> no problem. Alright, we need to head back to our cabin. Okay. And Armes is gonna follow you, but she's gonna, like, stop to, like, ruffle the top of Lilo's, like, ponytail. And just completely mess mess it up. See, siblings. Uh, no, that doesn't prove anything. And she's gonna like pick up pace so that she walks a little bit ahead of you. Exactly where Zad would want a child to be, so they can see, so she could see where they're going. Yes, make my life easier. Thank <laughs> you. But Zad's not saying anything. She's just thinking all of that. So when we get back to the cabin, I am gonna just let Parker know and be like, uh, "It seems that she was worried about her little sister." What can you do? Oh, 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 yeah. Yeah, I forgot. There's, like, a pretty decent age gap between those two. Yeah. All right, well, I mean, I guess it could be worse. She could be sneaking off to do other things. So, but just keep an eye on it, because if she's that quick to be on the move. <laughs> I'm not super worried about it. Oh, do you want another camper? You can take her. Uh, no, she's out of my age range. Sorry, there's nothing I can do. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, Parky. Zads is just looking for a name that Parker hates. Parky's pretty close. I think it's Parky. Please. Zads, what, Zads been here with Parker this whole time, right? Yeah, Parker is, like... Parker would have been, like, a counselor, like, probably, like, a year more than you and Jubilee would. Got handed the head counselor position <laughs> from the person before. Um, yeah, so Zed's is just like, okay, Parky, I gotta, I gotta get back to my cabin. Head counselor, and then just gonna walk. Her, 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 her. I hear you, Parky, loud and clear. Okay, Zed's. <laughs> Parker is just gonna like shuffle his campers <laughs> onto the cabin um, and head off. Yeah, so you have like a little bit of time before the like bonfire. It's like the opening ceremony. It's pretty much once Zads and Armesa get back to their cabin. It's pretty much nightfall, but you have like a little bit of time before the bonfire. Is there anything that you guys want to be doing? Do we have a counselor's lounge? Yeah, yeah, you probably have, like, a lounge, like, sort of in the same building as the mess hall. And we don't have to be supervising the campers 24-7, at least not our age group, right? Right. Correct. Definitely not the older group. Zed out. So I think that after I settled in all my campers and made sure everyone was good to go, I would probably just go straight to the lounge to wait for everyone else to start showing up before the bonfire. Zads is just gonna um, be like, don't go in the woods. If you get lost, I'm not gonna come find you. And then Zads is gonna head off to the um, <laughs> counselor's cabin as well. It sounds like a great policy to have as someone who's in charge of us. Yeah. It's my prerogative. It's a bad one. It just leaves. <laughs> They're old enough to manage themselves. What are Champ and Marigold doing? Marigold, your campers are probably a little too young to leave by themselves. Um, unless, of course, like, you wanted to, like, meet up with Parker and give, just unload all of them onto him. 
I think Maribel's gonna take up on that offer. She's just gonna peek in. It's not like it's it's been like maybe like five minutes since her last smoke break. It's like peeking in, she's like Hey Hey How's it going? It's it's going. Um Do you mind if I head to the lounge for just a little bit? I'll bring you like a snack or something. I don't know. I mean, you don't. You don't have to bring me a snack, Marigold. You can. Yeah, you can head to the lounge. I'll, um, I'll like smush all the kids together, and we'll go. Um, we'll go grab dinner right before the bonfire. Are do you want to meet up then? Like, do you do you need a a break? How are how's your first day? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I need a break. As if she didn't have a break already. It's like, yeah. Um, I can definitely meet you then. And I'll pick up my kids. And then take them to the bonfire. Yeah, no worries. Um, we, like, we can, we can talk more, like, as the summer gets on about, I know it's stressful, so just don't worry. Like, you've got us. You've got the older, like, veteran counselors. Just, just... And enjoy the benefits. Enjoy the benefits. It'll be... You'll do You'll do great. Just give some a thumbs up before sprinting <laughs> the F out of there. <laughs> she's like leaving. She's like... <laughs> Parker, Parker doing his due diligence as head counselor with 26 to 8 year old. She's <laughs> like, so you guys want to play Duck Duck Goose? <laughs> <laughs> Parker, what a nice guy. Why he's head counselor and we aren't. Said I wanted to be head counselor. Yeah, I just said he. That's why he was, and we weren't because we don't want to deal with that shit. Cannon Marigold was picked last. <laughs> she didn't have a choice. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Definitely was a, <laughs> a seniority thing, and Champ just got his application in for. Speaking of Champ, Champ is going to um go and kind of like look at the kids see if every once everybody's settled and then is going to go over to the other um same age group counselor and be like hey i'm gonna head out for a few minutes and just look around i haven't gotten a great opportunity to like explore the campgrounds yet and familiarize myself with stuff um so can you just keep an eye on my cabin and make sure everybody's good emily ann is normally just doing activities but she decided that she wanted um, to take on a bit more role, so she is also overseeing um, the other half of the 9 to 12. So she's going to be like, uh, yeah, no, definitely. Um, we're probably just going to go, I'm going to make them do most of the work in terms of getting ready for the bonfire, because, you know, I don't want to do it all. <laughs> I mean, you're welcome to take my kids with you if you need some extra hands. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I think that's a good idea. They're learning about nature. <laughs> <laughs> they are, and and they'll sleep so well tonight because they're getting the energy out now, so. Exactly, and we'll teach them, and I will teach them about, like, science and why things light. Yeah, you can teach them how to start a fire. A valuable information. And also, how to pick up a log because it's heavy, and I'm lazy. Teamwork. That's what you're teaching. 
champs like no that's what that's what the coaches would have us do is we would do like manual labor and they just call it teamwork and it's like this is an exercise in team building ah teamwork yeah no i still just think of it as easy labor but i'm glad that you have that mindset you can tell the kids that it's teamwork when they ask why they're doing this you can tell them it's an exercise in teamwork that's, no, that's a really good idea. Yeah, I'm going to take you up on that. And she's going to just, like, head down, and she's going to be like, all right, we are going down to pick up some logs. And Champ's going to head off and start, like, exploring. So he's going to make his way over to the mess hall to look around there. Yeah, um, what do you, like, are you looking in, like, the mess hall specifically, or are you just, like, kind of, like, poking around in the rooms? I think he's poking around and trying to find this counselor lounge that he's heard of, but he hasn't actually seen yet. You want to roll me an investigation see how quickly you find it, or do we have to have... Yeah, let's, let's go for it. Let's see. Um, I've, got, I've got a plus zero to this, so we'll see how it goes. That's a seven. You can't find it. Like, lounges are supposed to be, like, kind of big and, like, kind of welcoming, but, like, you find... A couple offices. You find the mess hall pretty quickly. Do I find any other counselors or anyone wandering? Yeah, I think you can probably, like, catch... I'm gonna say probably at least, like, Zads or Jubilee. Like, that would be someone that you, like, catch a glimpse of and you're like, I know that person! (laughs) Hold on! (laughs) Champ is gonna, like, full speed run up to Jubilee and just follow Jubilee wherever she's going. She's probably pretty easy to spot considering she's in full plate mail and has like bubblegum pink hair. Like it would not be hard to spot her in the middle of a forest. (laughs) Yeah, Champ is just going to run up to Jubilee and just follow. Uh, She'll look down and be like, what's up, Champ? Are you running from your kids already? Well, not so much running from the kids as much as running to find this counselor lounge that I've heard about. Oh, yeah, first-year counselors, they're not allowed to go there. Can I make an insight check to see if I pick up on whether or not this is bullshit? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Or to see whether you can tell if it's sarcasm or not. Because she definitely has a smile on her face. Okay. Yeah, but he's not... Yeah. He wouldn't necessarily catch that. That is a 12. Against, do you want me to roll a perception or a, um, what is it, a deception check? Yeah, if you're trying to be deceitful purposely. Oh, that's a 17. You don't, you think that she's being serious? Champ just kind of looks for a second and goes, oh, um, cool. Um, yeah, you know, you, you gotta earn your key to the counselor's lounge. Oh First years, typically, they, they don't have the priority, you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm super nice, and I think that that rule is kind of dumb. I'd be more than welcome to show you, but you, like, you can't tell anyone, Yeah. okay? Like, it has to be our secret. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. Yeah, I want to see this. I've heard about it, so. <laughs> so she'll start walking, and you see where the mess hall is, and she literally turns the corner, and there's a bright sign that says, counselor's room. She's like, okay, but like, <laughs> and she's like, okay, but like, there's a secret knock you have to do. And she goes, oh, I'm good at those. I have a handshake for my campers, so I'm sure I can handle a knock. Oh, do you want to show me the handshake? 
he fully goes through the whole thing. Like it's clap, <laughs> it's it's pulling. You got to shake it above the head. He does the whole thing. Okay. Um. So she's gonna go up to the door and she's gonna do a secret knock that doesn't exist and hope that Zad's answers because like she'll know. Um. So I do this knock on the door and I wait. Like I side eye around to see if anyone's watching. Like make a secret of you know. Okay. Um. Yeah. So Zad's gonna be like, look around and be like, dude, why are you bringing champ? And I lean forward and I whisper, but it's a loud whisper, so champ can hear me. I'm like. Listen, I think this first year is cool. We're going to let them in this one time and like maybe they can hang this year. But like don't tell the other first year counselor, okay? But I say it loud enough for champ to hear. Like just you and I, Zaddy, you know, you know, just like go with it. I think I think they're cool. Okay. Um, Zed's going to turn around and see Marigold sitting in a corner that Marigold was not sitting in when Zed's first got in there and be like, what? <laughs> Why are there so many first years in our lounge? Um, and I'll like push through like gently. I'm like, all right, come on in, Champ. All right. Um, I think there's another first year. I don't know if you've met them yet. Champ is gonna um, like very excitedly make his way in. I'm getting included, guys. Yeah, it's truly that. It's like they're including me. Um, <laughs> so he like very excitedly uh, makes his way in and then goes over and takes a seat next to Marigold. Marigold is like. She was about to take a hit, like, she, it's like halfway there, and now she's frozen. And then she just side eyes a little bit as her hand inches closer to her, like, face, to her mouth. Champ just, Champ just gives a nod and is like, yeah, just, you can go ahead. I wasn't, I wasn't stopping you. Yeah, she just gives him a thumbs up and she takes a hit. Like, hi. Hey. I want to point out that this is where Zad keeps all of the drugs. There is a light, it's like locked up so no one can get to it, but Zad keeps all the drugs in there. Oh yeah, Marigold's gonna find it somehow. She's a rogue. She's gonna find it. <laughs> Second day in, she's gonna be like, what is this? Feeling, um, Jujubee knows that, like, Zed obviously keeps him in there but it's not like a secret that doesn't keep it from any of the counselors most of the counselors are cool except for parky we don't tell parky anything do you know my nickname for parker what is it um so because he's kind of just like here you know he's not super into anything specifically he's just like a good counselor i call him dub parker and i like i pause too <laughs> 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 because he doesn't put in 110% the way that I do, so. <laughs> Dead. Champ, like, gives a very forced laugh at that. Like, oh, huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. And Champ doesn't know Parker and is, like, has no context for this and is just like, uh, yeah. The way I see it is we have a flashback when we were all, like, I don't know six and parker was like the new kid and like he really didn't fit anywhere so like we let him hang out with us and he was okay but he wasn't like he wasn't cool like that you know <laughs> we were like maybe we shouldn't have let parker hang out with us parker has canonically never been cool yeah like Ju Ju jubilee's probably straight laced but like at the same time she is really out there and likes to have fun so parker probably just got dragged along to a bunch of the stuff and it's like you're, you're coming with us buddy whether you want to or not and as he got older he kind of distanced himself from us but we stayed and we probably didn't change a lot so we just he, he's just there now are we all just 
getting away from the kids. I mean, we're uh, we're kind of allowed to leave our kids um because they're older. Yeah, what are you guys doing away from your cabins? Um, oh, my kids are uh, setting up a bonfire right now. You're letting them play with fire without supervision. Well, I mean, it's not unsupervised. Okay, that's fine. That's oh, okay. Ju- Jubilee looks a little concerned. <laughs> Champ is like, oh, they're fine. They're supervised. It's it's totally cool. I didn't leave them alone. They're with the other nine to eleven year olds. It's it's all good. Who, the other new nine to eleven year old counselor? She's not new. She's been at the camp before. She's been at the camp, but she hasn't been a counselor. She knows what she's doing. Oh, is that the one that's making them do free child labor? Champ is like, they're doing an exercise in team building. Where they work together to set things up <laughs> and start a fire. You see Jubilee realize that, like, they're team building and her kids aren't there to be the better team. So she rushes out of the counselor's cabin to go rally up her kids to do a better job at it. <laughs> Champ just, like, looks at Zads and is like, what? Is she okay? I'm not going to miss the first competition of the year. Like... <laughs> Zads is gonna be like, have fun, Jujube! And then, um, Zads is gonna pull out a bag that is clearly labeled too many uppers. Um, and take it. And then it's just gonna be like, okay, here's the deal. Jujube loves to win competitions. Don't just let her win. Make her work for it. Because she loves it. And if she just wins, she's not gonna be happy. I don't think I've ever just let anybody win. Um, to be honest, um, I haven't necessarily won things before, but I'm not trying to lose. But this year is going to be different. I spent, like, the past six years in national championship competitions, um, you know, like, javelin, uh, races, all of that. And I have qualified for every competition. I have yet to win. And this summer, I decided to take a break from competing. And I'm here at camp. But I'm not here to lose either. So. So I burst down the door to my cabin. Not like break it off the hinges, obviously, <laughs> but very enthusiastically. And uh, my kids are probably in there just hanging out. And I'm like, all right, heroes. Heroes? The first competition started and we're already late. Gear up and get out. So she'll stand there waiting for everyone to get their stuff together. And the kids who probably are newer to this age group or who it's their first time at camp, they're probably getting filled in by the other campus. Like, just trust me, it's better to go along with it than it is to question it. <laughs> and after her campers have on, like, appropriate shoes and, like, I don't know, gloves or something, she'll take them down. Before you leave, you're going to get a message from me that says, that says, take my kids too to win. Oh, no, it's in your brain. It's in your brain. Oh, oh, like the, oh, and I can reply to the message cantrip, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I don't want your kids to win. You can do it yourself, dads. I don't want to win. I want you to win, and I don't want my kids. Um, she'll, so as her kids are getting ready, um, she'll pop her head into Zad's cab and be like, oh, they're doing stuff down by the bonfire. You can come. Good enough. And so she'll start marching her, her kids down there and giving them a pep talk along the way. We'll stack wood like it's no one's business. Alrighty. You said the first competition is underway, and I said it's a bonfire. <laughs> it's the wood stacking competition. Which, 
Who can stack better piles of wood? Yeah, which cabin can get the most? And obviously my kids are twice as strong as those six-year-olds, so we've got it in the bag. They're 9 to 11. They're not that small. Imagine little six-year-olds. <laughs> Imagine six-year-olds. The children, they crave they the mines. They crave the mines. They crave the mines. <laughs> um, Zads is going to look back at uh, Marigold and um, Champ and be like, so you're here to win. I don't really know what you're winning, but okay. Why, Marigold? Why are you here? What is what is your end goal? I'm here because I've come here every year, and it's like it's a place I get to help kids like grow, you know, because I love to do that as long as they're not too young. Um, but what are, what are you here for? She's quiet for a little bit. She's like, do I need to be truthful or do I need to make a superficial answer? <laughs> <laughs> just like thinking for a little bit and she's like uh obviously i want to make sure the kids have a good time and have fun can i do like a perception check to see if i clock that i think it's insight it's insight insight versus deception yeah do i roll for deception <laughs> yeah I think Champ's gonna roll as well. He's not likely to clock it, but we'll see. Champ got a natural one. Champ! Champ! She really cares about these kids! Champ really admires that. Champ (laughs) wants to give the kids... Because Champ is like, he definitely wants to be the best counselor he can be, but he worries that maybe part of his reason for going to an outdoor camp is because he knows there's going to be a lot of opportunities for him to kind of up his physical prowess. So he wonders if maybe his reasons are a little bit too selfish. Um, and he really admires that Marigold is here for such altruistic reasons. <laughs> he really admires her selflessness. And definitely not for money. <laughs> um, Zad's got a 17. So Marigold got a 22. Yeah, Zad's, you know, she seems just like not as excited about <laughs> you know um, the good of the good and the fun that these kids are having as chat as champ thinks she does um but you're like oh yeah you know like do i do i question it at all or do i just believe her i think it's probably one of those situations where like you know when you apply to a job at a company that you really want to work for and then they're like, why do you want to work for us? And obviously, like, you really want to work for the company, but also you need to make an income. Like, it's kind of one of those things where you, <laughs> as a human being, can assume she needs to, like, make money or do something for the summer, but she genuinely cares about these kids. I'll leave it alone. Um, alright. Zads is just going to be like, well, that sounds cool. Um, we should probably get to our kids into the bonfire before, um, Jujubi, um, kills hers. Zaddy would know that I would be super upset if they didn't bring the s'more stuff from the camper's lounge. Zaz is gonna stop into the kitchen and grab, um, like, the s'more stuff, but also, like, the Reese's, so, like, we could- I was about to say, if we have- Yeah. Those are the best (laughs) s'mores. Oh. That's what's up. Okay. So, yeah. So, Zaz is going to be like, we should head out. I'm going to grab some stuff from the kitchen. Um, also, 
just to keep the joke going. Zaz is going to be like, just don't come in here, you know, if there's other counselors in here, especially if they're not first years, because, like, it's a good way to get, like, booted. Um, yeah, yeah, understood. Miracle's just looking at the windows and, like, different ways to get in. Like, sure. Zad's trailing a little bit behind to grab stuff. The three of you are going to head down to where the bun, like, the fire pit is and where they're doing the bonfire. Jumali, do you want... Yeah. You want to, like, roll to see how... Uh, what do we got? We got two groups of 9 to 11-year-olds, and then your kids? Because <laughs> I doubt any of Zad's kids <laughs> came down. They were like, if that's not a thing we have to do, we're not doing it. Sure. Um, so you want me to do strength saving throws? Uh, not, maybe not saving throw, maybe just like a check. Okay. For just in general? Yeah, just to like see how well they move around some logs. Sixteen. Sixteen? What do I got here? Well, I've got a three <laughs> and a six. Sounds about right. They are only nine to eleven. I don't get to roll for my ba- for my kiddos? Ro- yeah, you roll for your kiddos. I'll you weren't even there! You left them with another counselor. Yeah, but they are champs kids. They are champs campers. Champers. I was gonna say, I have a feeling my kids definitely went down to watch all the other kids work. <laughs> yeah. That's an 18. Wait, is it strength or is it um, athletics? Just straight strength? Just straight up and down strength. Yeah. Okay, so that is a 22. Do you believe I think, I think, I think champs campers <laughs> outdo your kids, right? Champs campers were just real enthusiastic about it going into this. What did the other counselor's kids get? I got a three. Oh no. And who's their counselor again? I forgot to put her name down. Emily Ann. She she's been the activities director pretty much since like she was like fifteen. Just really like into all the ropes course and stuff. But you know, she's like seventeen now and she's like, I maybe I'll see if I want to do the more hands on and so far there's not loving it. No. Like, she just can't direct these kids. Like, because, you know, like, on the ropes course, like, she's like, you either do this or you fall. And obviously there's a net. (laughs) She's just like, she's like, it's picking it up and moving it. You're making sure that it's dry. Like, she's like, pulling like a wet, damp log out of the pile. (laughs) She's like, ah. Alrighty. But yeah, champs can- <laughs> champs campers, they annihilate the competition. <laughs> that wasn't a competition. Yeah, and champ has no idea that this is a competition. I feel like that's an important clarification here. It's not a competition. But champ does not know that this is even a competition to Jubilee. Everything's a competition to Jubilee. Breathing is a competition. Like, <laughs> Well, champ doesn't know that yet. Champ just met Jubilee and is like, yeah, okay. There's like a stack of like, like, Comically tall logs next to like a group of like champs campers just looking at absolutely exhausted. Champ is gonna go over to Gux and be like, "Hey, how was your first?" Um, I'm assuming like they're all arriving now to the bonfire, and uh, Champ is going to be like, "Hey, uh, how's your first day going so far?" Um, well, I didn't. I honestly, I didn't really do much of the moving. I'm not very strong, but. 
you know, other people moved a lot of stuff. And it was fun to watch them move that stuff. And I have a bet. You know, sometimes that's how teamwork works. Is you're not the strongest person in this thing, but your other team members are. And then you watch them and you watch them do a good job. And you're like, yeah, go you. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll find something that I can like do a good job more than everybody else at. I think we'll find it. I think we'll find it. That That's our goal for the summer. We're going to find your thing. That is wholesome. Jubilee, how do you think you uh, <laughs> you rally the troops after their defeat? <laughs> I think she's too upset because we did get there like 20 minutes after them. <laughs> so they got an ample head start. Um, and I think that as soon as the s'more stuff comes out, she gets that party started. Okay, nice. Um, and then, like, Zads and Marigold, how are you- what are you guys doing one day there? <laughs> Marigold hopefully checking on your kids. Somehow, they get there all safe and sound. <laughs> Not one scratch. <laughs> Parker, Parker's a pretty capable. He's just like, um, he wasn't really like necessarily watching the log moving competition. Zaz, what about you? Um, so Zaz is just gonna walk up and be like, they really competed over this to, uh, Jorgen. Yeah, and, uh, Jubilee's kids got wrecked by these nine year olds. You also came. They came late. Like, that's to be expected. I'm um, just going to do a quick head count, make sure everyone from my cabin's there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, knowing that um, Jubilee's going to be sad, Z- um, Zads is going to, like, walk over and be like, I brought the good stuff or the s'mores, and he's going to, like, hold them out. She'll, she'll gingerly pick it up and just look at you, and she'll look down at the ground. And she'll walk over to the fire and get sword started. You gonna sing for us? Zads is gonna pull out um their guitar and be like, who wants a camp song? So Zad's gonna sit down and pull out her guitar from where no one knows. Um and it's just gonna start like during the melody and just be like Welcome to Camp Wild Beast, where we come to be at peace. We can make our lifetime friends here. Now let's all give a cheer. Wild beast, wild beast, wild beast, wild beast, wild beast, wild beast, wild beast. And it's just going to keep cheering until the whole place is cheering with. But this happens every year, so people should know. Amazing. Miracles here having anxiety attack. Champ was not ready for this, but like, didn't know there was going to be a sing along. But when the chanting starts, Champ knows what to do and starts like, joins in on the chant and is like, yeah, okay, I got this. Yeah. And then, um, that's going to be like, Welcome to our camp, Wild Beast. I hope everyone's here to have a fun time and eat s'mores. Parky, I would let you do this, but you took too long, buddy boy. It takes one job off my back. But yeah, no, welcome everyone to opening night bonfire. We are gonna go around the circle and play some... Icebreaker games, just to get to know everyone. <laughs> Zad's is going to lean over to Jubilee and be like, I feel like they'd all just rather eat the, the s'mores. And just to clarify, you said there's like 10 kids per cabin. Yeah. And there's three age groups, so that's like 60 kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you want us to all go around and do it? 
no, no, no. Like we're gonna we're gonna split up and we're gonna like Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I was saying, wow, that is a big ask. Yeah. I I hope that you are ready with sixty NPCs because I'm, yeah, I'm here for it. All sixty, let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. Plus the camp, plus the counselors, let's go. No. <laughs> no. So, is there a camp? Is it one big campfire for everyone, or is there campfires for each age group? Um, it's like one big, like big one, and you guys are kind of like seated in a circle around it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like there's probably like two rows of logs, so that like everybody can kind of be in like one larger group, but you can like talk to yourselves in your own like cabin. Um, but yeah, no. So I think he's probably likely gonna like push the. I think he's going to separate everybody by age group. Yeah, so uh, you guys can kind of, like, co-mingle around. Well, I guess it's up to you. Do you guys, like, want to be, like, do you want all the kids in one age group to sort of, like, get to know each other and talk and hang out? Or would you rather, like, do, like, a mix and match kind of deal? How have you decided activities are going to be, like, rope climbs and all that stuff? Is it going to be divided by age groups? Yeah. Then we should probably do it by age group. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so then Jubilee and Zads and um Emily Ann and Champ and then Ren and Parker. We're gonna split off into the little groups. Does anybody do anything right off the bat? After the younger kids are away from my kids and Zad's kids, I'll start handing out Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now that <laughs> yeah, that's the point. That that's on purpose. That's gonna be like, all right, cool. <laughs> and uh, we got the chocolate graham crackers too, not the plain ones. I also stole some of the chocolate marshmallows if if they're into a chocolate marshmallow vibe. But if they just want regular ones, they can have the regular ones. Or we, I can run back and get the strawberry ones, but I didn't think that'd go well with the peanut butter. Oh, what about the vanilla cinnamon ones? They didn't have any of the vanilla cinnamon ones when I looked, but they definitely they never had do. the strawberry. I know, they never, we ask every year, every year. Every year, since like eight years old. And they never bring them. You think they get it? Like, yeah. I just don't understand. Um, so we'll go through, we'll go through and do icebreakers. Um, do you want to do the icebreakers for our kids, the two kids that we have, our special cases? Yeah, I can. I didn't come up with okay. icebreaker questions. Zed's gonna go up and be like, Alright, icebreakers. If you could be any type of cereal, what type would you be and why? I try Ben, but not cereal killers because that doesn't fly here. Zed's cackling. Goers. <laughs> gotta clarify, we don't condone murder. Imagine just like a few hands like slowly go down. <laughs> go down. <laughs> Zed's, are you gonna give your answer? If I could be any type of cereal, I would be s'mores. Because you get the mixture of all the good things. You get the chocolate, you get the marshmallow, and then you get the graham cracker. So, like, you get a great combination of all these amazing things. And that's, like, how I think my mind is. It's always moving and going in different ways, and I'm always in the zen of things. And then, you know, we got, like, okay, so you think about it this way. The graham cracker brings it all together. That's what Sotera does for me. She brings me all together. My eyes glow, um, because my eyes look like uh, nebulas, so they glow like super bright when I say um, Sotera's name. Alright. Weirdo. Um, so mine's gonna be cornflakes, because that's a cereal of winners. 
I think Persina is... I'm going like... I'm, I want to say tricks for some reason, mm -hmm. but I have no justification for it. <laughs> I mean, tricks are for kids, so... Yeah, yeah any, any child could just be tricks, and you could make that the whole justification. <laughs> kids! Yeah, so I think Persina's gonna say tricks, um, and um, Armessa is gonna say the special K, uh, like, super... Like diet healthy cereal because everyone just leaves it on the shelf. Oh, so you feel like you're left on the shelf a lot, huh? No, I like to be left on the shelf. Are we just saying that because we're left on the shelf by ourselves? And she's. Is she Elvin? An elf on the shelf? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> she's a half elf. She's a half elf on a, a shelf. A half elf on a shelf? No. Because I'm the one that stayed on the show. Um, I'm gonna use the tech thoughts. Surface level thoughts, which is thinking. <laughs> God, this counselor's annoying. I mean, out of her two options, I don't think she'd get along any better with me, so. Um, is that just gonna be like, whatever you tell yourself to make yourself feel better? And then it's just gonna, like, go off to doing random things. Well, no, it's just listening to other characters. Or other, uh, kids. <laughs> okay. I really would like to think that all the other kids are like, Oh, sick burn! <laughs> Dude, Jorgen's definitely, like, gassing you up. He's like, damn. Sad, you didn't got <laughs> Might have to get the med kit for that one. Oh! Dude, wait a minute, I'm just roasting yes. an absolute child. Armessa is 12 years old. Yeah, she can take it. Don't dish it out if you can't take it, Armessa. Exactly. Duh. Yeah, how's it, uh, hanging with the 6 to 8 year old? <laughs> what's our, what's our icebreaker? Parker's gonna be like, y you got this. You like, just come up with a fun, like, question ask. Uh. <laughs> um... Let's see. Like, thinking for a little bit. She's like, she has, like, her little hand, her little paws. <laughs> I guess rabbits have paws. Like, on her chin. Um, she's, like, thinking what six-year-olds would be interested in. If you were a cookie, what cookie would you be? And would you eat yourself? Ah, uh, I, I, that's a that's a really great start. Maybe how about how about we all just do if you were a cookie, what cookie would you be? Okay, that was that was great. Just just Parker's gonna like lean in real close. Maybe not cannibalism. It's like the cinnamon toast crunch commercials where they just eat each other. <laughs> Miracle's, Miracle's already planning on how to escape and get another smoke break. Miracle, what cookie would you be? Chocolate chip cookie. A classic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like hoping to like this move on. Yeah. Um Lilo. Yeah, what 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 could what cookie would you be? I I think I would be uh, one of those cookies with the M&Ms in them. 
Because it's like it's like candy in a cookie. That's that's my answer. Scatter claps. <laughs> What's Parky's cookie? What's Parky's cookie? Parky's cookie. Oatmeal raisin. <laughs> I was gonna say oatmeal raisin. I love oatmeal raisin. Get out of here. I do too, but he's the kind of oatmeal raisin without cinnamon in it. Aww, the basic oatmeal raisin. <laughs> you know what? Support for oatmeal raisin without cinnamon because I hate cinnamon. No, it makes it, man. It really it does. Makes the cookie. Oatmeal raisin is a good staple on its own without the cinnamon. But he would be the plain oatmeal raisin, day old, stale. Hey, not stale. <laughs> I don't know. Have you seen his personality? He's crunchy as hell. <laughs> All right, champ. What's the icebreaker question you and Emily Ann are doing? Oh, uh, okay. Um, hmm, that's why is this so difficult? Uh, champs is going to be. It's going to be if you had to pick one, would you pick walking, climbing, or swimming? And his answer is going to be climbing. Champ is just going to be like, mine's climbing. I think it's an exhilarating experience and you can get a new vantage point on everything around you. Yeah. Yeah, I like that answer. Um, Emily Ann is going to be like, I'm also going to say climbing. And that's because I prefer to be like up where like nobody can like bother me i like my space i like to just be with the view like champ said i like the perspective what is yeah what does my little man gux say i need to know (laughs) gux is gonna be like i want to pick swimming but i'm not good at it so i guess walking (laughs) um uh champ is gonna look at him and be like well you know we have life vests here so you can still pick swimming, and then you don't have to worry about drowning, even if you're not good at swimming. Then I'm going to pick swimming. I'm going to pick swimming. Okay. Swimming it is. Swimming it is. Alrighty, so then after all the icebreakers, everyone's going to kind of, like, come, like, come back into the group, you know, just sort of talk and mingle a little bit. Parker's going to lead... Um, like a group discussion about like what people are excited for, what the plan is, like some of the activities that they're going to be able to get to do, which you guys will cover more in depth in your counselor meeting in the morning. It's just like a nice kind of moment where everyone is just sitting around the fire and it's really relaxing and it's not necessarily, you know, when you're like starting like a new thing like you're going somewhere for the first time and there's like a bunch of like you're anxious but you're also excited but you're nervous like and you're worried and like all those mix of emotions at least group vibe wise it's not that like everyone's genuinely just seems like they're having a good time not necessarily focused on whatever like individual things they might have going outside of it once like there's barely any light in the sky like you can hardly see like 10 feet in front of you i'm sure everybody brought flashlights unless anybody specifically didn't bring a flashlight i know gux didn't i for my campers i just use the light cantrip because as a human i can't see the dark anyways yeah champ has dark vision but champ definitely like carries around one of those like big flashlights that like puts out light in all directions so everybody behind can see where where they're going the night's gonna just like naturally come to a close and you guys are all gonna like head back to your cabins. Is there anything that you guys are doing like 
before you call it in for a night? Do you have any particular rules in terms of like a lights out kind of thing for campers? Marigold doesn't even didn't even know there was supposed to be a whole thing routine going on, so she was just like, "Yeah, um, we turn off the lights, y'all sleep or whatever." I guess think that your campers are screaming because they're all afraid of the dark. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely at least one that's like silently crying to themselves. I miss my mom. <laughs> but like, not that Marigold hasn't been nice, but they're just like, I don't know if I would go ask for comfort from them. <laughs> they can't even see her. She's back under under the bed, like underneath the bed, just like taking <laughs> a few hits. <laughs> like mom gonna pick me up <laughs> my counselors left me alone like five times today <laughs> that's like when i went to camp as a kid i went to like the most wild camp it wasn't even an overnight camp it was just like a during the day thing and like in retrospect we should not have been left with those counselors it's that vibe of like the in retrospect this was child like this was child endangerment <laughs> I think the only, like, hard, fast rule in my cabin is there's no snacks allowed in the cabin because of ants and animals, and I don't want to deal with that, um, but I tell them that if they need to keep snacks to put them in Zad's cabin and they can go get them whenever they need them, <laughs> uh, and then, because we all know that Zad snacks like a, like a mad man, like, she, she snacks, um, so, like, like <laughs> Zad's gonna eat all of their snacks tonight, they're gone. I tell them, I give them that warning too. I'm like, you can keep them there, but I can't promise they're gonna stay there. Um, and then the other thing is, I let my campers know, like, it's lights out at a certain time, but if they can't sleep as a collective, we'll go outside and do activities in the middle of the night. But, like, as a collective, you know, like, let me know and we'll go do shit. Uh, Zads is gonna be like, alright, uh, make sure you brush your teeth. Dental hygiene is very important. Um, does anyone need anything? Is anyone, is everyone okay? Is anyone afraid of the dark? It's not funny. Don't laugh. It's just a question. Because um, if you are, it's okay. If you're not comfortable telling me in front of other people, you can come talk to me separately. Um, is everyone tired? Everyone good? Have a good day? Like, just asking a whole bunch of questions, getting the general feel from the cabin. And then uh, Dad's going to wait until everyone falls asleep, and then Dad's going to go sit outside for a bit. And we sleep in the cabins with them, right? Yes. Yeah, okay, making sure. Really quick, um, as everyone's getting ready for bed, I'm gonna go check in on Persinia. Yeah, yeah, what do you, what do you say? Um, as she's getting her satin pillowcase and her little eye thing and her little eye mouse, maybe I want to ask her how her first day of camp went. And if she had any issues, anything wasn't meeting expectations, if she's settling in all right. Um, I, I think I'm doing okay. I, I don't, like, don't really know anyone, but other than that, it was, a, it was a nice first day. It was like a nice bonfire. Well, you know, there's another new girl around your age this year who also hasn't been to camp before. Maybe you guys can bond over that. Oh, there, there is who? Um, she's in the other cabin. And her name is A. Are you trying to Are you trying to say my character's little brat? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, her little brat has been there before. Oh, I thought you said it was her first year. No, it's her little sister's first year. Armesta aged out of her previous cabin. Okay, scratch that all. Um, I will make up a character. For some reason, I thought it was her first year, too. Um, they could still be in my cabin. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, we'll put them in your cabin. Um, we'll make it a boy. Um, it's it's a little half-orc boy. His name is Thompson. Oh, I mean, I, I'm i kind of bad at introducing myself to people. Do you think Do you think you can maybe put in a good word? Zads and I usually do our mornings together at breakfast, because the older kids, we get them in there first. They wake up earlier. Um, we'll make sure that we can get you guys at least at the same table. Maybe we can introduce you two. And um, you guys can probably hang out. From what I understand, he's a really nice guy. Hey, yeah, no, that, that'd be cool. That'd be, thanks. Thanks for checking in. Ah, do you need anything else before bed? I don't think so. I'm pretty set. Honestly, I spend a lot of nights al- alone at my house anyway, so. Well, my my bed is at the front of the cabin right there, and if you need anything, please wake me up. Okay, that sounds great. Uh, good night. Good night. <laughs> so I'll brainwave Zads and be like, hey, Zaddy, uh, that kid Thompson, how's he doing this year? How's he settling in? He's good. He seems to be making some friends with some of the guys, but he seems, like, a little sad. I, I don't know. He seems, like, really reserved. Okay, get this. New girl, Persinia, Elvin. She doesn't have any friends here either, and I thought, since they don't have, since they're both new, they might be able to connect over that. Tomorrow at breakfast, see them next to each other, and see what happens. Okay, I think that's a good idea. Okay. Nice. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm sitting on the front of the cabin. <laughs> vibing. Oh, cool. I'll be out in a few minutes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so I'll, I'll make sure all my cameras are in bed and uh, I'll head outside. Champ, Champ, how's your cabin going? Champ has a full evening ritual planned for the kids. Like a bedtime ritual. So it's not anything super elaborate. It's just that like... As a group, they do the uh, Champs Campers handshake, and then he leads them through just kind of like some light stretching, just to kind of like get like ready for bed, you know, not like a full like yoga meditation thing. Just like, you know, we sit around, we do some gentle stretches, kind of like, you know, feel in your body, definitely like Alexander technique kind of stuff too happening. Like, you know, like feel this in your body, feel the floor beneath you, kind of like really just get centered, grounded. Um, so he takes a minute to go through all of that, and then, um, after the evening routine winds down, he, uh, kind of, like, gets, like, as everybody's, like, getting themselves ready for bed, he kind of, like, gets Gux's attention and is like, hey, you want to come over here for a second, bud? Yeah, yeah, what's up? Yeah, uh, do you need, uh, some pajamas for tonight? I can take you over to look through, uh, what options I've got. Yeah, I also need a toothbrush. Toothbrush? Great. Got it. I can get you one of those. So um, he, like, leads him over to this, like, kind of, like, cabinet thing where he just has, like, random things that he knows campers might need. Um, So he grabs, like, some t-shirts and then, like, some, like, basketball shorts and just, like, some cotton shorts and, like, shows him the options. And he goes, all right, so you can pick out any that fit you, any that kind of fit your style. Um, Toothbrush, toothbrush. He grabs a toothbrush. Here's some toothpaste. Uh, Here's some soap as well, if you need that. And then kind of like puts it all in this little basket and hands it to him. And it's like, uh, go ahead and pick out some clothes. 
pick out a couple t-shirts, some shorts. Uh, we've got laundry facilities here, so we can wash stuff. Not a problem. Let me know what you pick. I think I think uh, Gux is going to go for, like, basketball shorts that maybe are, like, a size too big. Um, and he's going to, like, tie the string. <laughs> it's, like, really <laughs> tight. Um, and then probably, like, the, like, cheesiest, um, like, graphic t-shirt that, like, collection that he can find in the mix. They are all cheesy Camp Wild Beast shirts. Oh yeah, Ch- Champ definitely, there's like Camp Wild Beast shirts, they're all like the camp colors, and then there's one that just says Fighter on it, and it has like a fist like with like a boxing glove, and it just says Fighter. Oh, he's going for that one. <laughs> Perfect, so he gets the Fighter shirt and the and the Wild Beast shirts, um, and some shorts, and he's like, alright, you can go ahead and put those with your stuff if you want, you can just hold on to those. Um, and let me know if you need anything else, alright? Sounds good. Uh, I've never shared a room with this many people before. Are they loud? Like, do people, like, sleep a lot? Like, sleep loud or sleep noisy? Usually it's not a problem. Um, occasionally you do get a snorer. Um, we'll address that if it becomes a problem, but I wouldn't worry too much. Um, I kind of have, like, a general rule of, like, 11 p.m., like, no more talking. Um, and if you know, somebody can't sleep or there's a couple like, you know, they can go sit out like outside for a little bit and I'll supervise. But like nobody's allowed to like talk after 11. I can't promise that there's not any snores in the cabin, though. So we'll find out. Yeah. And I can be like so quiet. Like you won't even hear me breathe. It's OK if we hear you breathe. That is fully acceptable. Like you will probably hear everybody else breathing. So like it's it's totally chill. Well, then I got to be quiet to like out outnumbered them. You know? Like, outweigh the breathing, the breathing in the room. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. You can breathe. It, it, I mean, I'm still gonna breathe, I'm just gonna do it quietly. If it makes you feel better, you're more than welcome to breathe quietly, but I think there's something kind of, uh, you know, it's like a team-building thing. We're all breathing together. So do I have to do, do I have to make sure that I breathe at the same time as everybody else? Well, I don't think they're all going to be breathing at the same time, so that might be really hard to coordinate because, you know, you've got, like, one breathing and then this one breathing and then that. So I think you can just breathe when you breathe naturally. Okay. We don't have to be 100% in sync. It's just cohesive. You know, cohesive and identical, there's there's a difference. I don't, I don't know what that first word means. So the first word, it's like, we're doing things together, and we mesh together, and we work together as a team in a way that goes well. But it's not all exactly the same. They just go together. You know, kind of like how your shirt and your shorts, they're not the same color, but they look good together. It's cohesive. Okay. No, no, that makes sense. So, like, we're different colors. Yeah, exactly. I want to be purple. I, I'm purple. I think it's it, like it, <laughs> Champ like takes a look at his arm for a second and looks at himself. He's like, like, I'm purple. <laughs> oh, I can be a different color. I mean, I'm green, so I guess I can be green. Yeah, you can be green. I think that works well. Like you're green. I'm purple. And we're not the same color, but it, it, it worked. You get the idea. I'm gonna go to bed now. Yeah. Yeah. Good night. Good night. <laughs> and Champ also goes to bed. Champ's tired. He's had a long day. <laughs> Champ and Marigold, are you both uh, 
she's going to sleep. I know um, Zad's in. Oh, yeah. Champ Champ falls asleep. Champ did his little, like, evening grounding ritual. He's out. Yeah, um, Marigold's out after her little smoking bit. Smoke to a coma. Yeah. That's the plan. Moon. Zad's and uh, Jubilee, you two are hanging outside. Yeah. Um, yeah, so are you just, like, chilling, enjoying the crisp night air? Yeah, I'll walk out of my cabin and start walking over to Zad's cabin. I see them on the steps, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah, just chilling on the steps. Making sure no kids escape. <laughs> I already have one, one, one run away. Jesus. I'll start walking up and I pull something out of my, uh, my bag and it's, it's a flask and I shake it and I hand it to you and, uh, I give you the flask. Zed's definitely gonna partake. Um, fair warning though, Zed has taken a lot. It's okay, D- take a drink. <laughs> um, so Zed takes a drink. Doesn't smell it, doesn't, wh- what is this that Zed's drinking? Cause Zed has no idea. Um, it's, it's holy water. Cause you're a cleric and I'm a paladin. <laughs> Zed's gonna feel <laughs> at peace. <laughs> uh, I think we started this joke when we were younger, like teens younger, and uh, we started drinking holy water because Zads kept getting in trouble for actual alcohol, so I started carrying a flask of holy water, that way whenever the people would show up, I'd be like, oh no, this is the flask, and they're like, oh, okay, and they drink it, they're like, it's water, I'm like, no, 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 it's holy water, <laughs> and then Zad stopped getting in trouble for it. <laughs> Zads needs the backup because that's always fucked up. So now um, it's just like a joke between us. <laughs> Zed's like, oh, it's just the water. Whew, okay. <laughs> I didn't know how that was going to react. I took a lot of uppers earlier and a bunch of mushrooms, so I don't really know where this night's going. You know I don't drink alcohol, Zads. You never know, you know. You're gone for the year. I just started. We just, we just got back to camp. Things change. <laughs> how was your first day? Kids are okay. They're not bad. Um, my, my new kid, Priscilla, she's a little reserved, but, uh, she seems like a really good girl. How are your kids? Uh, they're good. Thompson is just, he's a good guy. He's just chilling, trying to make friends. Um, I already had a runaway. I um, heard about that. Yeah, well, you probably heard that I got arm massa. So, she's not bad. She's just difficult. Do we know how she was last year in the younger cabin? Also difficult, right? Like, just wanted to make a problem. Oh, okay. So she's always been difficult. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I was really nice to the uh, the owners this year, and they let me pick out my roster, and I left her on yours. <laughs> you know, I could have guessed. Um, <laughs> but I don't. Maybe I'll get through to her this year. Maybe, maybe I'll be the counselor that gets through to her. Yeah, last year's counselor that she had was kind of, uh, I'm glad they didn't come back. They were pretty rough. Yeah, they lost the kids quite a bit. Um, like, so often. Yeah, we had to go into the woods to find them, and they were, like, all scattered. They, they said it was, like, a scavenger hunt. Who does a scavenger hunt in the woods that's uncharted with children? Yeah, I don't know, and we had to fight off those wild boar. Like, I'm so glad that counselor was taken on the list. Wild boar. Ah, uh, yeah, the wild boar. 
And you know, they just keep charging. Even when you're like, I'm done. They just want to keep fighting. It's just like, yeah, they, I, I don't think they speak common. They don't speak celestial <laughs> either. I tried. <laughs> I tried to, I don't know. I, there's nothing to do to get rid of them. Um, but... But I'll tell you what, that last feast of the year we had, man, that was good. Smoke pig for 12 hours. It was good. It was worth it. It was worth the fight after that. It was worth it. <laughs> the thing we didn't tell the camp. I, I hope none of the campers hear us talking about this because we didn't <laughs> tell the campers that they were eating the wild boar we fought in the woods. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I'm, I'm sure this year will be fun. And maybe I'll actually be more of competition during, like, I probably won't. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm pretty stoned all the time. Yeah, your your competition. Uh, I do think Champ's going to be some competition for you. Uh, we'll see. Champ's like, it might be their last year here too. First and last. <laughs> Champ is um definitely gunning for first place in something. Do we have a list of uh, this year's activity? I think we're gonna get it in the morning. Nice. So, but speaking of in the morning, we should probably go to bed so we actually get some sleep. Oh, for sure. I still need to take off my armor off for the night. Okay, I'm gonna try to uh, pray for a little bit, and then and then I'll go back in for bed. Alrighty, I will catch you in the morning. In the morning. And I will go back to my captain as well. Yeah, so... Jubilee, as you're kind of heading back to your cabin for the night, like you've been you've been at Camp Wild Beast for many years. You kind of know you've gotten pretty used to the climate. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Um, that's a natural one. However, I have a lucky feet, so I'm going to re-roll that. <laughs> because that's not what I'm about. <laughs> So I got perception. Okay, okay, okay. Seventy. We're good. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, um, so you you're used to essentially, especially like this early in the summer, um, how like yeah, like you guys are relatively close to a lake, so you know it can kind of be a little chilly as it gets darker. But something about tonight, like more than any other year, is on the walk back to your cabin, like you're just, you're, like, you're freezing. Like, it's it's so cold. <sighs> does it feel cold or does it feel, like, unnaturally cold? So it's not unnatural in terms of, like, there's not, like, a sudden, like, frigidness. But it's... Just unusual? Yeah, it's unusual. Almost like, like, the, like, the temperature drops. Um, I will, uh go to the mess hall then, um, first and grab extra blankets, just in case. Okay. Yeah, and then I'll start heading back to my cabin. Yeah, so then on your walk back to your cabin you kind of, uh, like, you're, you shake a little bit just based on, like, it's cold, and you know, you're getting kind of it's getting late in the night. <sighs> With the 17, I I don't think you would hear and, like, you'd notice anything else. Okay. So yeah, I would say you probably just head in and had to bed and could I do I'm not good at it but could I do a survival check to see why it might be this cold oh, go ahead okay well it's gonna be a 10 it was almost a 20 uh yeah I don't know if um you would really be able to like 
tell why it's so cold, other than, like, it might just be colder today. Okay. And yeah, so I think that's where we're going to call the first episode. <laughs> There's a long one. <laughs> Someone who has never been to a proper summer camp, can I just say, I am so loving the vibes of this season. The vibes are very nostalgic, and right at the end, creepy. It was a very creepy end. I wonder what will happen in the next episode. I guess you'll have to wait and see when episode two comes out on June 20th. That's so far away. It's really not. But if you want to tie yourself over, you can always just go back and re-listen to the first season again. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to go do now, actually. Well, damn, she's already gone. I guess I will see you all of you next time. Bye-bye!